Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay. Let me just state some here. Um, Origin Investigations, Brant 187863. I'm here with Susan Park and Jeff. Uh, we're in Los Angeles County discussing uh, the disappearance of Elaine Park. Um, Ma'am, the conversation is being recorded. What you're listening to is Private Investigator Jaden Brant's interview with Susan Park, the mother of Elaine Park, and her boyfriend Jeff, recorded when Jaden first began working with them. The date of this interview is February 22nd, 2017, three and a half weeks after Elaine went missing and a month before we first met with Susan. I'm including it as a bonus episode this week because you'll be in a better position to understand it after having heard the previous episodes. It will also be vital for your understanding of episode 10 next week. So listen closely. I have shortened parts of this interview for brevity and redundancy. And in a few cases where further explanation is needed, I've summarized the contents. Do you want to start well, off? Um, I could have. Do you that. want a synapse of what we know? Yes, I mean, and, and I've reviewed the news stories. I've listened to your interviews, several of them. Um, I have not spoken with Glendale PD Thank or you. the Sheriff's Department. I don't want it right at now. At this yes. time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, let's 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 run it from the beginning. Um, okay, so Friday, the twenty seventh of January, was the last time Susan and I saw her. Uh, correct. It was uh, Thursday morning. Cause you remember, three thirty in the morning, her gas. We we when, saved her from her the bridge. That was Thursday night, I thought. No, that was Thursday at three forty-five a.m. Oh. So on so that, fr- Thursday morning, right. we saw her at 10 o'clock. And when we saw her at 10 o'clock, you and I came in, she was sleeping in the living room with her little you know, lingerie. And then she just ran off here hiding because she saw you. Truck coming in. Yeah. So, and then that was the last I've seen her. So Thursday. So um, what happened Thursday when you said you saved her on the she had ran out of gas or Thursday morning at 3 30 we got a call woke us up and she was stuck on the freeway uh she said ran out of gas but it was more to it than that uh it was her battery also so we went out and picked her up heading a direction away from home but now that i've done that route i have a feeling she was running out of gas and needed to get over and at, right there, the only place to get over is on the Eastburg transition to the 210 from the 118. So I think she got stuck there and then up there and, and uh, stuck right in the middle of the fast lane. So we got her mm. uh, gas and I uh, got her jump started, got her home. And uh, 
So then the next morning, uh, we went back to my house and went back to bed. And then the next morning we came here and as we pulled in the driveway with my truck, she dashed off into her bed, into the bedroom from the living room here. Um, she could have been just watching TV or sleeping, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so, and I don't think we, either one of us saw her leave that day. Um, uh, so then, um, it wasn't like till Monday. That, well, she said that Elaine's been gone um, since Friday and hadn't heard from her. So, you know, she's gone off for a couple of two, three days at a time before and come back. Um, so then come Monday, she made another comment. Susan did to, you know, she said, I had a bad feeling Saturday and I still haven't heard from her. So I said, call her friends, her girlfriends, closest friends, find out if they've heard anything. Did that and nobody had heard anything from her. So that was a red flag for me. So we hired uh, or got Glendale Police Department out here and sat right this very moment or this very place and uh, put in a missing persons report. Um, Patrol officer responded? Yes. yes. Okay. And uh, um, said she was 20 years old. There was really nothing, you know, you can just make basically make a report. Um, right. So in the meantime, come Wednesday or Thursday, during the, those passing days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Let me give you dates. Thursday is January 26th. Correct. Okay, just to make sure. Okay, okay. continue, please. So um, she did some research on herself, uh, by herself, and found out, uh, she had heard from one of the girlfriends that she might have been with the ex-boyfriend, and they broke up two weeks prior. No, 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 no. That, let, I'll, I'll pick up, you could pick up from certain area, but the okay, facts and details. Um, so, like on the 26th that happened, so on Friday, the 27th, um, she asked me to um, borrow, quick pay her $20. So we have a little thing where I'm trying to discipline her monetary usage. Um, so I gave her $20 quick paid. She says she'll pay me back because um, she's going to go visit her dad to get some spending money. Mm -hmm. And then I asked her, well, what time is that? Oh, she says, you know, at 6 o'clock, I'll pay you back. So then 7 o'clock comes, she doesn't uh, reply back to the quick pay. So uh, I text her at 7, where, where, why aren't you paying me quick pay, quick pay, and no response. Then at 9 o'clock, um, Friday the 27th, um, she, she just texts me, give me until later tonight. Mm -hmm. That was the last time I heard from her. Then um, Friday night comes, nothing happens. Um, and because she, she tends to go out on her own for a few days, I just thought she's going hanging out. Where does she usually go? I don't know. No. She does, we have a close, not good relationship. She just closes the door. She doesn't want me to interfere with her life. Okay. So Saturday the 28th comes um, at 10.41 a.m. I, I called her. The phone rang twice. Then it cut off. Mm -hmm. um, then ever since, and then I text her three times to see what's going on, um, and then uh, no response. And then ever since the phone was off, 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 off. So then mm -hmm. my ex-husband, her dad, was informed of that. So he called her at 5 a.m. Um, Tuesday morning, January 31st, 
5 a.m. and uh, he says that he rang three times and it got cut off, like declined. I don't know what it is, but then, then he called again three times, he called again three times. All those times, the phone rang three times and it got declined, declined, declined three times and I have a record of that. Okay. So that's just a phone issue thing. So then, um, so then the 28th, no, 29th comes, that's on Sunday, no response from her whatsoever. The phones continue to be off. So now I'm concerned. I'm asking Jeff, maybe I should file missing persons report. Um, and then uh, I have a really bad feeling about this. Mm -hmm. I contacted the sheriffs in Briggs. He says, where do you live? That is secret Lindell jurisdiction. You need to report it with them. Right. And then I hung up and then I told him, should I do it? Should I do it? But then I was keep thinking. I looked in the room. Her bag is missing, her uh, baby blue duffel bag. Usually um, t she takes that. That bag is missing, her makeup's gone. Um, so I figure, oh, maybe she's gone away, you know? Because mm -hmm. she never tells me where she goes. Right. A few days or whatever. But then she always responds, calls me when she has to quick pay me $20. She always pays me back within that day or two. Um, and then so... Um, so after I hung up with the police, and then I, I, they asked me, how old is she? And I said, she's 20. And they said, well, it's not, she's an adult. We're not going to take it, you know, critical. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, well, that's kind of, you know, not good. And then on the 30th comes, and still everything remains the same on Monday. So I decided to call, you know, Galindo Police Department and ask them to come here. And Jeff was with me at 345. They came here, sitting, sitting right there. Um, Detective uh, Daniel Lee, I mean, patrol dispatcher uh, Daniel Lee, he took the report. Okay. Again, he says, it's a volunteer. We're going to take it as a volunteer. Well, what do I do next? He says, well, there's nothing you could do. She's an adult. You just have to wait. Right. And I'll just file the report. So that went on and on. And then, um, and then the days passed by. Um, and then 31st comes. Nothing happens. Then... I'm thinking like something is off, you know, so I wanted to do something with, you know, and then the, the January 1st, I mean, February 1st in the morning, I think, we visited the, um, Expert. no, we visited the Glendale Police Department and tried to find out what's going on. And actually on the 31st, I kept calling the Glendale and I'm saying, what can some you know? Can you do at least the air patrol? Can you at least search for it? You know, she lives in Calabasas area. I mean, the boy. Okay, I have to go back. So on the thirty first, I asked my ex husband to send me her Verizon phone bills. Uh, so he emails it to me, and I have all that with mm -hmm. me. Um, I go through my and 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 it shows my last text with her on the twentieth, ten forty one a.m. That was the last one. Before that. Um, I see two numbers. One is, you know, from Miami. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, well, Miami, did she go to a road trip, you know? Um, and then I ca contacted Sadie and she said, oh, that is, that is Div. And Div, well, his name is difficult to pronounce, so we call him Div. Um, and he's originally from Miami, mm -hmm. but he lives in Calabasas. So I call that number and Div answers the phone and I, I, I told him she's missing. Quick word from our sponsor, Simply Safe. 
As a listener of the show, you obviously know the world can be dangerous and unpredictable at times. And for me personally, when I'm involved in things like this, even before I was, safety, vigilance, and preparation were always important. And that's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. I actually use Simply Safe for my personal protection. And as you know, with the things I do, whether it's trying to find criminals and murderers who are still out there with to live and die in LA and get justice for the victims, or with to die for, talking to former Russian spies who are spilling state secrets, I'm taking a risk and I feel safer knowing that I do have home security. And yes, this is a sponsorship, but also I really truly do believe that having home security will at the very, very least give you peace of mind and free you from worry. For me personally, I feel safe knowing it's house noises versus an intruder. So whatever you do for your home security, I recommend Simply Safe. It was named Best Home Security Systems of 2024 by the US News and World Report. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I'd like you to have it too. You can get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/livela. That's s i m p l i s a f e.com/livela. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We left off before the break with Susan calling Divine. Susan continues. So now I know that he lives in Calabasas. I know at that point that was the last time seen. Right. So I'm all panicking and I, I, I asked Jeff, where's Calabasas? And it was like Mulholland Drive, it's clips and everywhere. So I wanted to get the address to, because the police will not patrol the area because, you know, they do, they say they do it regularly every day in, in, in the ocean, Malibu area or Calabasas or whatever. So I got the, I called Div back and I said, as a mom, I really, that was the last, Im- oh, so we called, because they don't do the patrol, we went to visit the Glendale Police Department. I don't know why we went there, but we were trying to get some information. And one of the de- detectives said, you know, that we cannot, request CCTV, you could do it, but we cannot do it at this time because he's not a suspect. Were we asking them to ping the phone at that time also? I think I, yeah, I think I did. I I keep asking them even before that, and they said that the phone is dead, so they can't do it. They cannot ping the phone, and it's voluntary. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I got, so I called Div, and he said, um, you know, I explained, I, that's the last image. I really want to see her footage, and I also want to retrack her fo- uh, footstep from point A to point B to see if she got driven off somewhere or over the cliff. I'm, meanwhile, I'm imagining all these horrible thoughts about her being over the cliff. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see that, you know, re- retrace her. Right. And then so I wanted her his, his address, and he's like, well, um, yeah, I'll give it to you, I'll give it to you. Can you text me? He goes, oh, I'll give it to you. Then time goes by, he doesn't do it. So I remind him a friendly reminder. He doesn't respond back. Then um, again, I remind him he doesn't respond back. So then I call him and he goes, my mom's going to call you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have nothing to do with this. My mom's going to call you. So the mom calls me and as a mom to mom, I ask, you know, heartfelt story. And I mm-hmm. said, I really want to see her last image. So she gives me the address. Mm-hmm. Um, so from there on, him and I, we were tracing around, and you could go, you know, from that point on. Okay, so we were on our way to go do that, and... Um, you were on your way to go to their to, house? Yes, to mm-hmm. go... Uh, uh, drive, retrace, uh, yeah. Retrace <clears throat> Mulholland. Um, there's two ways to get there. Um, 
So on the way down there, I got pulled over, and we ended up uh, talking to a, a veteran cop who was with a rookie cop, uh, highway patrol, and uh, he ended up hearing our story, what we were uh, doing. That's why I jumped out of the carpool lane. Um, so I got pulled over. Um, anyways, uh, so he sent us to Lost Hills. He says, that's their jurisdiction. So stop there first and uh, tell them what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So we did that. And then uh, she told the story of what was happening and that we were going to go out and talk to the mother and son. And we did that and um, talked. So we had our conversation with them. Uh, then we continued and followed Mulholland back and came back to the sheriff's station. In the meantime, one of the sheriffs that we were talking to went there and spoke to them too. So when we came back to the sheriff's station, um, they ended up, one of the girls there ended up pinging the no, phone. No, 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 no. Yes. No, I know, but before that happens, you have to explain about the mother and daughter. He was, She was saying about going to the, why don't you go to Pacific Coast Highway? You, you've oh, left no, that well, out. I didn't, I didn't give him the conversation. Oh. I was going to go back to that. Oh, okay. Um, and um, so they ended up pinging the phone, and we found the location. Of the we phone. went back because one of the... One other guy said, why don't you ask them to print out a flyer and put the flyer on, on their Glinda Police Department, the Lost Hills. That's why we went back to do that. To give them their picture, right. Yes, but you had to leave, remember? Yes, okay. and then what I was saying later, uh, mm -hmm. they pinged the phone. Because uh -huh. I had to come back and do another appointment mm -hmm, for my mm -hmm. son. So I'll go back to the conversation. Okay. So we, we, on our way to their house from the sheriff's station, we called them and they were at Gelson's Market and they said they will meet us there. So by the time we got there, they were kind of out in front of the community gate, kind of circling around and then uh, they started to go in. So we followed them and um, they pulled into their driveway before their gate and uh, we parked. I got out of the car and they kind of sat in there for a little while. And then they finally got out. We had a conversation. Within that conversation, um, the boy had said she had, they went to the movie. Well, just like she said before, she was a little loaded or on something, was not safe to drive, so they took an Uber to the movie and then they came back home. Um, they have all proof of that. And uh, Well, I don't have it in front of me, but the police supposed to have it. Yeah. And um, so then they went to bed. And then at some point, she got up in a frantic uh, singing. He, his words were she was not acting normal at all. And he was trying to get her back in bed and calm down, blah, blah, blah. She didn't say nothing, just grabbed her stuff and out the door. And, um, and I'll just include this in. The videotape from the house that they gave us shows her leaving at 6.05. But that you're, you're leaving out the part where she said I'm to... I'm jumping okay. a little bit. Well, why are we... Okay, go ahead. I'm just adding All this right. in, sort of okay. having to backtrack to it. So the tape from the house shows are leaving at 6.05. In our conversation that we had that day, the boyfriend said that she came back for her keys, was looking for her keys. Okay, so we didn't ever saw that on tape. And uh, then there's another tape from the community gate that shows her leaving. Well, the clock says 7.11, 7.14, but I think we found out just last night that they did not change the time code back okay. so so now it's like 6 11 6 14 so that kind of uh <sighs> killed a thought um so so in the so 
in our conversation, uh, you know, after that, that was pretty much it. You know, he said she came back, got the keys, and then she left. Anything you want to add to that? So the community gate one, we had two CD. One of them was a private one, and 601 to, I'll, I'll give that to you, forward it to you. So at 605, when she leaves, right through the guest house gate, gate, that's when they cut off the film. But if you look at the first two files where Uber comes and picks them up and goes, comes back at 111, you could see the Uber driving off from the camera. You could see them driving off through the community gate. Mm -hmm. But why not show that about Elaine? Why cut off at 6.05 a.m.? And that was their, they voluntarily gave you the video. They gave it to the detective, Kruvec, okay. and I kept asking, can I view it with you, please? Can I view it with you? And the mom says, yeah, yeah, sure, right, yeah, yeah. Well, if it's inconvenient, we could FaceTime it. You could just show it to me while you're seeing it. Okay, sure, okay, sure. Next day comes, 11.30, uh, we're in the neighborhood, and she says, I already did it. Uh, we already got the footage. Uh-huh, we, she left at 6.05. We get, I gave it to the detective. Well, can I get a copy? She says, well, no, detective said he'll take care of it. He's going to give it to you. Hmm. Um, so anyway, I got it, I viewed it, and, and so... So you did get it from the detective? Yes. Okay. So the 6.05 a.m., my emphasis is why not? Why cut it at 6.05? Why can't we see like Uber did, like driving off? What did off? the detective say when you asked that question? I didn't ask the detective that question because he just ruled him out so quickly, yeah, pretty, so soon. Cold. The conversation at this point concerns the security video of Elaine leaving Devine's house. One part revolves around the fact that the security video shows Elaine walking to her car but it doesn't show her actually entering the car. And Susan expresses some concerns about this. We did ask the police about it, and officers who saw the video stated they saw with their own eyes Elaine entering the car and leaving the property, and that due to their own error, the video was captured incorrectly. The second part of the discussion is about the plate reader at the gate of Devine's community. It's time-stamped to show Elaine's car leaving the gate at 7.14 a.m., However, that time is incorrect. A camera from a neighbor's house right near the gate shows Elaine's car driving past at 6.06 and 58 seconds that morning. So presumably, she actually went through the gate not at 6.06 a.m., but at 6.07. We've posted that video on our social media accounts at LiveDieLAPod. The interview continues as Jeff mentions a conversation with Divine and his mother. Now here's something interesting. Okay. In our the day we talked to the boy and the mother the first time, we told her, yeah, we're gonna go and tra trace Mulholland uh, because you can either off the 101 take Mulholland up to their place, mm -hmm. or you can go all the way to Mulholland, Las Virginias, and right. come back. So, and I told her that's what we're gonna do, and she says, well, why don't you try Cold Canyon? And I'm like, Cold Canyon, what is that? Never heard of it. And I grew up in Agora from '69 to '86. I never heard of that. My father uh, actually told me he did actually ride his motorcycle on that road back long, many years ago, but I had never heard of it. So we and we were kind of wondering, why would she tell us to take that road that goes As down to the beach? As if she planned there As that day. As if she day. was trying to get us to go that direction or something. Yeah, because, so we, yeah, because we informed them uh, all along to Div. I'd be like following up with him. I'm, we're on my way. We'll be there. We'll be there. Where are you? So I feel like there were the mother because Div does not have a car. He got into a car accident, so he doesn't have a car anymore. So I'm thinking like. How do you know that? 
Oh, through her text okay. on the laptop. Um, so I'm thinking like, wow, that's really good. What a timing. They were at a Gelson's market, they said. So where's the receipt? Gelson's market, that time when they came, right? So I want a receipt of that. Who and was at Gelson's market? The mother, the mother and the, and the son. son. That's what they're saying. Some unsupported conjecture has been removed here. Jaden continues. So... Sorry, I'm just looking at that for a moment. All right, continue, sir. Yeah, so the car was pinged with the lost heels at 128, 342 at p.m. Okay. What was it, 342? Yeah, 342. Okay. All right, and everything was in the car. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you what have access it? to her online? I have all her Twitter stuff. I have all her social media stuff, yes. Okay. Was, she using it, was she using an iPhone or was she using Android? iPhone. Do you have access to her iCloud? Yes. Okay. But the phone is unlocked. I mean, locked. I cannot unlock it. Do you it. have the phone? Yeah. And I, what phone we found is it? It's an iPhone. What? iPhone seven. And we found another phone. We're thinking that's her old phone, but I don't know. But it cannot. It does not um, turn on. Okay. But you have access to actually logging into iCloud.com. You can see her text, emails, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, have there been any recent logins? No. No. Who's running the Find Elaine Park? Oh, um, Rosemary, which is like Who's ever that? since she's my friend. Okay. I trust her very much. Okay. Just and checking. Just if you want to go ahead, we can finish the we can finish the narrative, okay. and then that way we can just move on. Okay. But are you able to do warrant search or for to obtain the CCTV from January twenty eighth to February second to the private and community? Uh, under limited circumstances, yes, we can. It, but we have we're bound by the same restrictions. We have a little bit broader way of doing it because we can work in the civil court. To that's obtain. time consuming, isn't it? It is. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Her now, I mean, do I think that I can walk into a seventy six station and get the footage? Yes. I mean, that's, you know, it's just yeah. the way you talk to yeah, them. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, by this point. The rest of the footage from the community where Divine lives was not saved. Generally, locations such as these only keep this footage from 24 hours to a month before it's recorded over. However, Jaden was able to get the footage from the 76 gas station, and we've gone through it. If Elaine drove to the Pacific Coast Highway from Divine's house, what she, or whoever was driving the car, would likely have done is made a U-turn at the intersection where the 76 gas station is. I've timed the drive to Divine's house to the spot where Elaine's car was found, and it's about 20 minutes. And at 6.26 a.m., 19 minutes after Elaine exits Divine's community gate, a car does make a U-turn at that exact spot. We've shown this clip to a video forensic expert, and they were neither able to confirm that this was Elaine's Honda Civic, nor rule it out. I will also post this video online at our social media accounts in case anyone listening can identify the vehicle. You know, you, I, I was telling her this last night, <clears throat> when you hear something bad, you, tr- you latch on to that, to try to make that the reason, mm-hmm. you know? So, so, but I can tell you about some other things along this 
storyline here. Um, so anyways, we left off at the car being found. So we were with there that night. And um, they did foot search on the beach. Search and rescue came out. They did that. There were helicopters in the sky shining the ocean. And, Who did the uh, foot search? Volunteer? or It was a volunteer sure. search and rescue, yeah, I believe. Different out affiliate. Of, out of... Okay. Um, they're not out of Lost Hills, but they are Philly. So, so they did that and nothing. And uh, so they towed the car away that night. <clears throat> I have next, the car here, by the way. Was it the next day or two days after for the dogs? Two days after because it was raining the next day. Right. And they said that that actually is more helpful after a rain. So I don't for know. For the blood, bloodhound. So I don't know what that means. But anyways, the bloodhounds came up with nothing and they were on the beach side and up on the mountain side up in trails we go behind this rv resort that was there and um nothing they took the dogs over to a house across the street from the food mart at corral canyon road and pch there's mm -hmm. about four or five homes over there first one they they walked the dogs over to it and nothing they got nothing from the dogs so you know if we eliminate this family and any of the things that are connected forward. to them now we're sitting here with a disappearance. Poof. But, but that seems like a, what was the deal with the with Divine, and then we'll move on to some else. I mean, was he was the current boyfriend, the no. ex boyfriend? Okay. Ex, What's the deal? Ex when did boyfriend. He... They they stopped two weeks prior to this date. How did um, was their relationship? Was this is this is the the statement from? Like I said, they don't. He, she doesn't share anything with me, so I ended up asking her best friends. So these are the responses. Yeah, so I'll, if you want me to summarize it for you. Um, I mean, I want to read them completely, but if you want to summarize Yeah, it, so I need that note sure. to summarize it. I'll, I'll give you all this to you. Yeah, yeah. So like um, November 4th, 2016, um, at a mutual house, they met it at a studio apartment in a friend and a friend's house. And then um, Divine approached her, asked for her um, Instagram account. Then they um, next day he contacted her that there's a complex a, a ticket um, in Long Beach to go see. So they, November 6, 2016 was the official time they met. Um, and then uh, in January, they were intensively involved. She would stay at his house two, three days uh, con you know, consecutively. They were like kind of tight. They go on to discuss Elaine breaking up with Divine in the beginning of January because she felt he didn't have a lot of direction and she wanted to start getting her life together. So she, but she, he indicated that she woke up around four o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And what was his account between four and six or five? Was it? He might have just kind of four. blotted out, you know, he might he have. He said four. Yeah, he said four, but it was six yeah. or five when she left. But right. Oh, okay. He might have just kind of said it without thinking like oh four o'clock yeah i don't know but okay. yeah there is a two-hour gap yeah i mean I, yeah i sort of get that sense um the in the gate footage that's a not a manned gate i mean i looked at it online there's just it's just a gate there's mm -hmm. not a security guard no yes there. a man gate yes that's correct it what there's a security guard posted or no. not unmanned okay. unmanned unmanned um, did they search the house, Devon's house? Did, just the guest know? house, just briefly, nothing else. No hound dog, nothing. Just went there looking for any female resi re you know, female items left over or whatever, and the cop just came out and said, there's nothing there. You know, we don't have any trace reason to believe that there's a one uh, trace of Elaine. But they didn't search the main house? No, no nor the dog. And, uh, all right. So going back, uh, you know, I have to throw a couple of, 
and it could be way off track, but along the way, we've dug this stuff up. Okay. After, uh, you know, so once, after that, me. there's really not much. She's been just digging and digging and digging with this Rosemary woman who's a wonderful woman. Um, they've gotten a GoFundMe thing going. They've got lots of things being shared on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, she's done television interviews. There was one at 11 o'clock last night on Channel 7. I have it recorded. Uh, yeah, you I watched it. it. Oh, you saw it? Okay. Um, oh, you, they did it again <coughs> this morning? I watched it online. Oh, right, online. Right. Um, also... <coughs> Oh, they also have now just set up the reward. I'm sure you've seen that. Um, so, you know, these two, I'm extremely proud of what these two girls have been doing uh, on their own. Yeah, you guys have clearly been, you know, doing stuff. Um, so, the questions I have beyond looking at, you know, so let's set Divine aside for a second here. Um, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. One thing right, should, needs to be said um, about some of the things she said to you. Who? Elaine. What? Like what? You have to like how me. she was going to make you suffer? Oh, she said um, before the disappearance. Um, so it would be two months ago. She would say. She, you know, we get into an argument a lot. Not argument even. We ignore each other, and every once in a while we have confrontations, and she closes her door, whatever. But uh, she has she has problem with cleaning the kitchen, and she's really a messy girl. So whenever I give her a hard time about it, she says, she gets really mad. So at one point, um, she says, I feel like kill. I'm not killing. I feel like hurting myself. Mm -hmm. You make me want to hurt myself. Those are the exact words. So that's what makes me feel guilty at, as of today. Yeah. Yeah. And then she also said would, uh, that what? she's going to make you suffer. No, that was my thought. Oh. That was my thought. I oh said she's making okay. me, she's so making, you know, she's, okay. you know, making me suffer. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, well, you know, I mean, yeah, don't, you, it, I'm sure everybody's told you, you know, all kids, you know, yes. don't like their parents. <laughs> I mean, I tell my I tell my son all the time. When you have a kid, you come back to me and say, "Oh, now I understand why That's you right. did everything you did." So you know, they all love, they're all like that. But yeah. um, all right, so yeah, setting him aside, and it it, it kind of comes to the point that we're talking about here. I mean, I discussed this at briefing with our other investigators this morning. Um, I mean, aside from divine, and I'll tell you a couple of the thoughts that we have. But what do you think? What do you think happened? I mean, you know her better than anybody. Besides Divine? Well, let's set Divine aside. Well, I'll just quickly scenario Divine. She may have overdosed because on her laptop had some sp something about having Coke, Coke or something. So she may have overdosed. That's one scenario. Second thing is because she said, I feel she wasn't happy at my house. She, we just didn't have a good relationship. She did have some kind of a long time ago, like three years ago, maybe she was she would say she want to commit suicide. So all these things gather my thoughts. I thought it might be suicide, but they can find the body. I still kind of feel in a way that she committed suicide and they just can't find the body in that spot. Third thing is 
because all the evidence and can't find the body and all, you know, cash there, everything there. Um, and she had a problem with her car battery. It often dies. Alternation, I don't know what it is. But um, so maybe her car battery died and she was flagging. She's very liberal, freely go ask strangers to help her charge, jump her car. So maybe she, you know, asked to jump the car and then they took advantage of her and adopted her two guys or whatever. But there's no struggle inside the car whatsoever or they can't find the scent of her surrounding the car. So that's one thing. Um, Does that mean if, you know, that, that sort of leaves a little bit of credence that they can't find any nothing. sense surrounding, yeah. you know, that's possible. Uh, and then the third thing is um, kidnapping and uh, adoption and sex trafficking. I know. we got to advance every theory yeah. so that yeah. we can think about, yeah. you know, what's going on. And that's, too, you know, what the police department is thinking. You know, they're looking at all these theories and they can't tie one to a possible homicide. And if they can't, then they're not going to investigate it, you know, because suicide, they don't investigate it, you know, they just don't. So, mm -hmm. um, all right, so let's, um, let's, we'll discontinue the recording for now. Um, the time is 1.32 okay. p.m. The interview comes to an end at this point. I've tried to preserve it in its integrity to allow you to hear the first recorded account that began the non-police portion of the investigation into Elaine's disappearance. We've shared this with permission of Jaden Brandt and Origin Investigations. I hope it's been able to provide more context and insight for those who've been asking. And please don't forget to contact us if you have anything at all to report about Elaine Park. The smallest tip could make the biggest difference. Our email is livediela at tenderfoot.tv or you can call us at 213-204-2073. In addition, if you have questions that you'd like answered on this podcast, please leave us a voicemail at that same number, 213-204-2073.